0: I tell people co-parenting in all facets is a business. Mm. If you look at it as a business, then you'll remove the you'll remove the emotions. Okay. If if this was a business, how can we move this business forward? What's going on guys? Welcome to
1: another edition of Dad's on Purpose the podcast. I'm your host as always. Got the big homie KB. How you doing, man? What's up guys, it's always good to be here, let's go. Y'all, I'm I'm glad I turned your mic down. I, I knew, I knew it was coming. I was like, I got to turn this down, man. People on Apple it. and Spotify, they, they, their ears is hurting, man. Um, oh, man, go. Yo, we got game changers, certified speaker, Eric Thomas and Associates, uh, big Kevin Meeks, the co-parenting coach. How
0: you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm man. I'm so excited to be here, man. So excited to be here, man. I, I, I'm glad we finally got this done. Um,
1: yeah, of course, y'all wasn't on the podcast before we started, but they was both dropping a whole bunch of gems. I said, yo, I need y'all to stop because we we got to get these <laughs> recorded, man. So look, we we in the building, quote unquote. Um, this is gonna be a good episode. I'm excited because. We've talked about it. We've hinted at co-parenting a lot in the last episodes. I mean, what, we are, we've done 15, 16, 7, I don't know. We we were in the teens on episodes, but it seemed like the last, like, four or five, a lot of the conversation was like, yo, we need to talk about co-parenting. And I was like, I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got big meets coming. Um, <laughs> And so, man, here's where I want to start, because I, I know your story because I heard it. And when I when I tell people your story, they like, hold up, really? And I'm like, yeah. And they like, nah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> bro, I need you. You ain't got to take the whole time. You ain't got to talk about it. it. Comes with it. That's day. Hey, for y'all that don't know, man, go listen to his uh, speech. It was a dope speech. But um, I need you to talk about your story and how that happened and where you are now, man
0: man uh appreciate it man um i'm 35 now and i'm a i I would say i'm a trifecta right and i've seen every aspect of co-parenting i've seen every aspect of single family home growing up with my mother me and my Mm -hmm. brother so i had a child when i was 14 years old my oldest right now is 21 Wow. And thank God right now that he is in his third year of college. So he broke all of the Dang. statistics, don't have any kids. So I had a child when I was 14 years old. And what's crazy is I didn't even know he was born. 14 mm. years old, I get off the bus.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sitting down like I do each and every day. I'm a latchkey kid. My mom's at she's working two jobs. <laughs> I get a call on the phone. I'm sitting down, I take all my clothes off, my book bag, sit them down, and I and I sit down at the uh, at the uh, on the couch. And I'm eating fruit loops off-brand, hey. fruit rounds. Hey, fruit rounds. <laughs> and I'm and I'm watching and I'm watching the Thundercats cartoon. This is my ritual every day. Yeah. Ring, ring. I get it. I get a phone call. Your son is born. I'm like, what? But it still ain't hitting me. Now I knew she was pregnant, but I just, you know, I, I had that like, no, 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 this ain't real. I'm mm-hmm. I'm 13 years old. This can't be real. Your mm-hmm. son is born. You talking about heart drop. I don't think I was more afraid of what she said, but what my mom's going to say.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold I'm on. Backtrack real quick, because I don't, I don't want people to miss this part. So how many times did you have sex before you, she got pregnant?
0: First time. She was my first, I'm talking about, and look, I tell my son, I tell my daughters now, I have the worst luck. And and if you're coming from me, you may have just the same amount of luck. So please practice abstinence. My first time, my first experience, she got pregnant. I'm talking about one shot. Wow. I said, you got to be kidding me, man that's a whole nother
1: conversation man uh, of how that happened but we talking about co-parenting <laughs> and yeah. so so mm-hmm. not only was i mean obviously at 14 you're not getting married um so automatically you co-parenting right there off off the rip off that. so then you co you co-parent and then you you have the other i don't want to say issues but uh another layer of your teenage father yeah mm-hmm. and so it's like what what was that experience like? Like, be, yeah. besides being scared to death, but what was that like being co-parenting, being a teenage father, not even just a teenage father, but a 14-year-old father?
0: Um, it was one of the worst experiences of my life.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and I'm saying this now because those words I spoke to my son was very damaging.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because for me to speak that it was the worst experience of my life would allude to that. I didn't want him and that he's so much a mistake. Yeah. And the truth is, and I'm not going to be like for this comment. He wasn't, he wasn't a blessing. He wasn't a my apple to my eye at that point. I'm 14. I barely mm-hmm. knew myself mm-hmm. and there's no shot against him. Now he's a, he, I mean, I love him. That's my son. I mean, I, I've always loved him. But at that time I couldn't see the, you know, the, Oh, I'm a dad. And I'm, I couldn't see that. So the answer to your question, it was the worst experience of my life because you're talking about 1999 when it wasn't a thing that like, it was, it wasn't a norm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Like it wasn't a norm that, you know, now you have to go to go to alternative schools and, um, I looked at a certain type of way when you go to church and, and, this is where you get the church hurt from because mm-hmm. now you isolate it. Cause when the church don't know how to deal with it and that's no, yeah. another whole rabbit hole, but no, yeah. it was one yeah, of the no. worst experiences.
2: Yeah. Hey, can, can, um, Kevin, can you talk a little bit? Um, and I know we're getting the co-parenting, but can you talk a little bit about the experience of being a, a father, being somebody's girlfriend, or just having that other person around having to deal with their parents, having to deal with your parents and having to, um, balance and juggle school because <clears throat> one of the one of my greatest joys is mentoring teen fathers and what i discovered about team pa- parents is not only are they developing and growing themselves now they're dealing with the pressures of all of these other um, yeah. people that we never think about right we always just say Oh well, you shouldn't have that kid step up to the plate, and you're like, I'm trying to step up to the plate, but this, or I'm trying to do this, but this, or I really want to be, be involved because what I realized was, even though our our team dad didn't prepare to be a dad, they were willing to step up to be a dad. But there mm-hmm. are so many obstacles that come in with that. So if you don't mind, just kind of give us a little bit of detail of, you know, what 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 was that experience really like?
0: Um, again, it was it. it Going into it, it was one of the worst experiences because in 1999 and even now, you have a society has this thing where you have to automatically be something that I didn't even see. I, I told you guys I was a trifecta. I was <clears throat> growing up with a single single parent home. My dad wasn't around, so to so now I have to give something that I've never seen, and I'm gonna talk about that a little later. What I had to apologize to my father, I've never seen that. And have the expectation yeah. of you have to be a father. I'm 14. So now I'm manufacturing fatherhood. Yeah. So when it comes to going to school, so now I'm trying to find anything to say, okay, what would a dad do? So I, I quit the football team. <laughs> I went and got a I went wouldn't got a job working from you know after school from three to eight, because that was the legal limit. Eight o'clock was a yeah. cutoff, you know, walking diapers down to her house and you know, trying to do as much as I can, but as far as instilling, uh, it's none of that going on. I I can't give you something that I don't have, but the expectation of society, family members, her family members, I, I didn't I didn't have it, so mm-hmm. th- they um unknowingly put certain uh, pressures on me that mm-hmm. they, they you know what I mean? They they wish yeah. that I had.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's let's pause right there because yeah. I, I really want people to get. I really want to get people to get this, though. Think about this. A 14-year-old who might have had a promising football career, who was really a good student, but now has decided to quit sports, right? Um, Because he's thinking like, okay, now I have to take care of my kids. And honestly, but believing the truth, I tell my students, you need to go get back on the field. You need Hmm. to go play. If you play soccer, you need to get back on the soccer team. If you play football, you need to you need to go to football practice. you got to play the game or the sport because that's something that you do well. And every time we take something away from young individuals that they do well, it only leaves pitfalls because now they're struggling with the stuff that they're not doing well. Being a father, because I've never had an example of a father, you know, and then you start picking up these responsibilities at 14. You're going to work just to pay for your own things. Right yeah. now yeah. at fourteen, you're going to work trying to take care of a family, y'all. <laughs> Is nothing what six dollars and twenty five cents? Maybe at the grocery store, you know. What yep. I mean? Maybe even maybe. if you're working fast food, <laughs> maybe. And and so and then you're talking about paying fifty dollars for that's your whole check for right. the diapers, you know. Right. <laughs> you know. He said
1: $50. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna I say though, man, we we, we can't. I don't want to limit this just to so I know we're, we're talking about teen fathers right now, but I think the lessons translate across all ages and all spectrums, because I, I think when we're dealing. And I mean, praise God that I haven't, uh, I haven't had to be placed in a situation where I am co-parenting. Um, but but I feel like when you do when you are in that situation. Kind of what you said where, you know what I'm saying, Meeks, where you have to quit the football team or you have to quit things that you love. Like, yeah, there's some things you're going to have to give up no matter what age you are, but you still can't give up everything you love. Like, yeah, you you got to keep something for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm I'm not going to get liked for this either. But pe- people say like, oh, your kids are the whole world. Mm, they're not. <laughs> because The fact <laughs> of the matter is your kids are a part of your world. Yes, your world should change. But they shouldn't be your whole world. And that's that's all I gotta say. I'm, oh, I, bro, and, you, and, yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna gonna it, comments, it, and I'm okay with that.
0: Can can I can I piggyback off that? What Kevin Pig was back. saying. Yeah, so, when it comes to team fathers, like you, you know, today in our society, they say find your why. Mm-hmm. Your why can become a hindrance, and can become a your greatest detriment. And I'm gonna say this: the reason why I quit yeah. the football team and my why you have to find, you have to find, um, money and resources for your son. You have to get, you know, Pampers, you got to get formula. And so now I started down a path where now I'm hustling. Now I'm doing things that is against the law Mm -hmm. and I'm not being productive. I'm being a, uh, um, um, unproductive citizen when it comes to hurting people or taking things from people to provide for my why. Yeah. So in today's society, he's saying your why, but it and that it, it don't your why is only great in a situation where it's positive, mm-hmm. because now I'm mm-hmm. uh, as a teen father, I'm looked at. You have to produce, you have to produce. So I'm like, okay, I need to take from people, I need to steal from people, I need to mm-hmm. take from people to provide for my why, because mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have a medium to say, hey, this is how you be a father. This yeah. is
1: what you need to do. Real quick though, did you ever steal some diapers?
0: I never stole diapers. Uh, right. I stole other stuff to get the diapers. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Why'd you just steal the diapers? I'm just saying. But <laughs> I, I guess it's hard to walk out of the store with, with some diapers. Yeah. In the
2: back <laughs> yeah. but, that's, but that's I think that's, that's the um, key point. And that's why I love what I get to do with Team Fathers because I do get to step in right at that moment that they're thinking about quitting and going and do the other things and i'm just so fortunate for a district that yeah. actually provides these things for the students so they don't have to um go out there and think okay i got to do this and this and this to get uh pampers or you know formula and things like that and it's the basic things and and, and i leave it at this is that it's just that when we talk about teen fathers Let's not leave them out there to develop, to become the best father that they want, you know, that they can be. We need to go out there and support them. We really need to get behind these young men um, that we know are out there and just support them. And supporting them is not necessarily financial. Supporting needs to be their education. We need them to graduate. I don't care if you go to college or anything else. But in America, they just want you to go to school for 12 years and get your high school diploma, right? If not, right. you go get a ticket in the mail because you didn't show up at school. Fact, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, we really have to uh, surround ourselves about, around the teen fathers and help support them because they need just as much help as a grown man being a father is That's a need. And, and, and even, even in the case where you don't even have a father in the home, so your mom is just like, you need to do your best to take care of your family because of her situation and what she's going through. So the pressure is just mounting up and they need somebody to walk with them so they don't blow up or cave in because of their why. Right. Yeah, man.
1: Uh, absolutely. Um, again, I don't want to limit it to teen fathers because we, we talk about, you know, teen fathers getting education in, in, in school, but I want to make sure that they get that education as far as like being a dad and they're, there are so many outlets but there's not enough outlets for people to learn how to be fathers and I think that's what we're doing right here man is we're really just helping people figure this dad thing out because moms got all, moms got all the information man they got mommy groups and you know they got classes and things like that yeah. and it's it's expected that right wrong indifferent whatever it's expected that moms know how to take care of children but it's not yeah. an expectation of fathers understand how to be a father, but their expectations, once you become a father, that society tells you like me, so you got to go get some money. You got to go do this. Mm-hmm. You got to go do this, but ain't nobody telling you how to really do it. So with that, I want to kind of pivot y'all. Um, let's go. I want to, I want to know, and this, you can think on this one, but don't think too long because people might lead a podcast. Um, I, I want to know what is the secret to co-parenting? And successfully co-parenting, and so when when I say that, I, I don't I don't limit co-parenting to some to to a couple that is not married, yeah. because KB, be you co-parenting, I'm co-parenting exactly. with my wife. It's, it's different parenting styles, and so it's like what what is the key to co-parenting successfully? Hand it off, removing your emotions. Ooh, mm-hmm. moving all I, need you, I need you to uh, elaborate on that one. What's the word we used last week? Expound. I need you to expound. <laughs> <all
0: that. laughs> Be- because we have as 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 fathers, mm-hmm. we have this innate thing that I'm dad boom 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 I, I I I'm I should have 50%. Hey listen. I tell people co-parenting in all facets is a business. Mm. If you look at it as a business then you'll remove the you remove the emotions okay if if this was a business how can we move this business forward case in point this podcast you and kevin have josh and kevin have to come together and say what's best for the podcast yeah not how i can how i can benefit on how i can get notoriety what's best for the podcast what's best for our children what's best for our Mm -hmm. child does this emotion is this commotion conducive to our child's growth. Mm-hmm. Or is it just me or the way I feel? That's a word, man. I that
1: could be a whole book. Bro. Yeah. Did you write that book already? Did no, I didn't. Because if you <laughs> haven't, <it>, I will.
2: <laughs> 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 but that's that that's that's that hits the nail on the on the head because I think oftentimes um even in um single parenting, co parenting situations, or listen, I don't even say single parenting. If you're a single parent, that means that you're single, you're not dating anybody or you're not with anybody. does not mean that the other person is not in the picture, right? So co-parenting, and I I think that's something that we need to start addressing too, is like, have we tried to attempt co-parenting or do you just choose to parent by yourself? But taking the emotions out and being able to say, what is the best interest of the child? If you go to Child protect, if you go to child Protective Service, they don't care about what you're going through emotionally and what you're going through uh, in, in, in your mind and in your heart. They're going to ask you, what is the best interest of the child? And then they're going to move with that. And I think sometimes as parents, like we talked earlier, Josh said, you know, you make the child your whole world. Maybe that's not the best interest of their kid to be your no. whole world. You know what I mean? Maybe you have to step back and say, okay, what is it that our kid really needs? in order for them to grow and develop properly. And I like that point, bro. It's like, um, co-parenting is a business. Parenting is a business. Um, you're raising and developing an individual to be a productive citizen. (laughs) That will reflect back on you. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, so parenting is a business, but also we have to remind ourselves that it's the best interest of the child. It's not about our emotions. And I think, um, we see it a lot more in broken people with broken relationships because they use the emotion to harbor over the kids because I'm mad at him or I'm mad at her. So this is what's going to be best for us, which is not really best for us. That's just best for you because you're in your
1: your Yo, but how do you how do you get there though? How how do you get to that point to where you remove an emotion? Because humans in general, we're naturally emotional people, and, and so you know, it. You know, if you, I'm, I'm gonna just say, man, because I don't want any of the our female listeners to get upset at me and comfort me because I got time for that. Um <laughs> Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, as as a man, if if you're the mother of your child is withholding, you know, un what's the word you know if if she's not letting you see your child for whatever reason right wrong indifferent whether you did something she did something or not whatever it is we know the data shows that quote unquote um there's a better outcome when both parents are involved Mm -hmm. and if they're actively withhold like like how do you get to that point of not getting your emotions like you know what I mean? Like, how do you not stand your emotions and just get charged up and and, and just be like, no, I'm coming to get my son. I'm coming to get my daughter. Because then you got another problem in your hand.
0: So, okay. So if you was a parent and you fast forward into the future, child's 18, 20, 20 years old, the child, like me, is going to have a story to tell about you. Mm-hmm. And you may not like the narrative that they created for themselves. And it can be that you didn't allow me to see my dad. You kept me away from learning, nor my other side of the family. I think as a parent that hurts worse that I hindered you in some way. So if you was to think about that, I would say you will remove your emotions to say that for from age one to 18 or however, that you did all you can to harbor the child to protect them in some type of way, but you was really hindering them, and then they repeat to you a rebuttal to you that you are the reason why I resent you, mom. I resent mm-hmm. you, dad, because it, it is dads like I have custody of my youngest son, and yeah. he could resent me if I harbored him or not allowed him to see his mom.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's,
0: yeah, that's what did, that's man. that's that's what. <laughs> That's psychologically, that's I would tell parents that's that's what I would psychologically tell parents. That's how you remove the emotions because they're gonna use, gonna create their own narrative about you. I have yeah, my own definitely. feelings about my mother, yeah, and the way she parent as a single mother. Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And not, yeah, yeah, not, all yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. not all bad, not all bad. But I, I mm-hmm. have my own thoughts. I, maybe, maybe you could have moved like this, mom. Maybe you could have, you know yeah. what I mean. So, yeah, th- that's what I would say. That's what would be the first step. Yeah,
2: you know, and I and I also think, like, I always tell uh, young parents, like, let your kid make the opinion of who the other parent is. Like, you already have thoughts and ideas of how bad he or she is, and what you don't like about them, and what you hate that they do. That's your own opinion of that person. Give your child the opportunity to go over there and be like, you know what? I really don't like being over here. I really don't like being with him or her and letting them develop what that looks like for them. Um, Because it's already an unfortunate situation when you're Mm co-parenting apart, because I've been told this way, the kid should be the one that stays in the home and y'all come and visit the kid (laughs) every other week. And they don't have to go to a different house every other week. Does that make sense? Because that's the best interest of the kid. But oftentimes I feel like when we, because we want to protect our kids from Mm -hmm. being, feeling hurt the way that we were hurt, then we're doing the work to protect them for them. But we need to allow them to experience, have those experiences, but be able to have those conversations with them as well. So when they do say, well, why do they do this? And it's boring over there. Or he's mean to me. And, all of these other things, then we can break down, well, I understand you feel that way, but that's your dad or that's your mom. They yeah. love you, you know, and I know it's going to be a different environment when you go over there, but over here, right. you know, you have a safe environment, but in co-parenting, I think we also have to take the emotional, emotions away to say, how are we going to co-parent together? Maybe I'm not going to do everything that mm-hmm. you do at, at your house or the way that you do it at your house, But there has to be some kind of alignment to where it's not a a dramatic jump where I go from my mom's house, which is very strict. And we got to do this and we have to do that. And then I go to my dad's house and it's just like, do whatever you want to do. Um, So, yeah.
1: But you're but you're assuming that both parents are on the same page. Like you're assuming that both parents want want to. Have the best interest of the child, right? You know what I'm saying. Right. And I think that's that's the hardest part, when I, especially when I think about. And I I can't speak for other communities. I can only speak for our community. Is like I I feel like that's not always the case in, in our community, w- w- male or female. I'm not talking about any any sex in, in general, right here. I'm just talking about it's not always the case where someone is just like yo, like what's what's the best interest of the child. And so I wonder what does that conversation look like in, in and framing that, like, okay, yeah, hey, it, this is what we're gonna do because you because know, some you are not going to tell me what to do in yeah. my house.
2: Yeah, yeah, you already know.
0: <laughs> what well this what this is this is this is what I will say. Um, I've been in, like I said, I've been a co-parent my entire life, and I've been in courtrooms um like a lot. I was in courtrooms every month and one year every month of the whole entire God. year. And you have to have parenting plans, and this is what uh, co-parents don't like that i have to put my 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 parental whatever mm-hmm. in a document Ooh. and it has to be agreed upon yeah and it's called a parenting plan and right now um i just developed a um a co-parenting plan workbook um, it's all done. How much that run? Where can people get that at? I, I I'm I'm still developed in the back end. Everything mm. is done. You know, the back end portion is the is the roughest <laughs> part right now. But it's all done. It's gonna be a step by step. But it's yeah. a plan that you go through and you guys are sitting down and you agreeing upon it. You signing, you 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 are initialing that I like this, I want this, I don't like this, I do want this. And that's the hard part of parenting a co-parent mm-hmm. because now you have to put everything so when things get heated pull out your document hey it's not in there yeah,
1: this I, time. yeah. I, I, i'm, I'm laughing anything. i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing because i watch a lot of big bang theory okay uh the show and i think about sheldon and his relationship agreements or, or the roommate agreements that yeah. he has and yeah. he always goes there. and so i don't know that's that's me nerding out but i feel like <laughs> that's what it is like yo like yo you got a situation what did the book say? Yeah. And and, and yeah. not to be rude, but it's just like, yo, like this is what we agreed upon or this is what we said. Um, how how big is that book that you, the workbook that you have?
0: It's it's very it's very simple. It's straight to the point. Um, it, It's not that big at all. It's just a workbook that you have to go through. You have to answer the questions: What days do you want? What weekends do you want? What holidays do you want? What time mm. of the day of the holiday do you get mm. all of the holidays, or you just get one holiday? Do you get every mm. other weekend, or you get every weekend? Like it goes through everything, and I think that that's key: that you have to have yeah. a parenting plan in place. Man, uh, the judge told me one day he linked and he linked over when we was in court he linked up, linked on the desk and he said to the court, I'm not interested in what you want. I'm interested in what's best for the children. And if yeah. you two come up here, any two, because it's, it's, it's a family court, anybody come up here, if you cannot make a decision, I will make a decision for you. Ooh, That shut the whole courtroom down because now you have a a man that's not that wasn't in the middle of you guys conceiving the child yeah. making the decision about how you're going to parent your child how you're yeah. going to see your child what school they're going to go to what house they're going to live in so now it puts both parents in a situation like okay let's go outside and write this stuff down mm, yeah. so we can tell yeah. him what we need
2: yeah. And I think I think in, in a lot of cases, I think that's where a lot of people get child support kind of caught up. Child support is a two part process. It's not just you go to child, you go to uh, the attorney general's office and bam, now you're just paying money. And then you got vegetation, right? Like they really would love for us as individuals and people to uh, come up with a plan before you go in there. Like you don't have to have every other weekend. You could actually go in and say, hey, this is the plan that we want to abide by is this mm. can we have this added into instead of them coming up with every other Because to be real any co-parent that got to every other weekend is has the hugest loss of playing uh, a vital role in that kid's yeah. life yeah. i I'd rather do every other week half of a week you know on and off but something that's more frequently because you're allowing the state you're allowing somebody mm-hmm. else to make a decision on how your family is b- being built up from the ground up and so we have to realize that um, um, once we do a child, uh, uh, what is it called? I, I said, I be saying CPS, that's Child Protective Service. Um, <laughs> uh, y'all, y'all just letting me talk too. Y'all like, uh-huh. Yeah. I, look, I'm going to be real. I don't know. So,
1: look, you, you said, you said the acronyms, I'm just, I'm just over here like an interesting patron <laughs> just support. like, okay, he talking good.
2: <laughs> but child support. So when you go and apply for child support. Uh, it is two totally separate processes and we have to be able to come up with a plan together. I wanted to add this too, like we got to do the work on ourselves when it comes to co-parenting too, like even in co-parenting in a marriage, like there are certain things, that the certain ways that I was grown up and certain things that I was exposed to that my wife wasn't exposed to Mm -hmm. or the way she didn't grow up. But I even think that it's harder for, um, single individuals, those who are separated, because now they have to deal with the hurt and the pain of the relationship and then also deal with the way that they were raised so that they can come to a understanding. So I think before we can even get to all of those things, because there's still it's emotions, right? We said that earlier, it's emotions and emotions have to be dealt with. So we can't say what's in the best interest of the kid and not deal with the most important thing is who are we, how we feel, and how will we be a better person for our kids.
1: I mean, absolutely you you're talking good game because i thought you was about to jump in there man i was about to let well, you go well,
0: well <laughs> i mean th- th- this is the thing and i think what, what co-parenting get uh a little sticky is that just like he was saying and, and therapy is is key is that we iron out like and we know like okay i grew up in a house where it was a lot of um lack so my scarcity yeah. is finance right yeah. Um, yeah. my, my child's mother may grew up in a household where there was some abuse. So her fear is that maybe her child, when he's not with her, mm-hmm. that he'll be abused. So now I have to cater yeah. to that and make her comfortable to say, look, mm-hmm. I'm her, I'm his dad and I'm going to make sure that the best interest of his physical well is, is taken care of and reassure her that. And, mm-hmm. and mine mm-hmm. could be financed that I want to make sure that you are on board with mm-hmm. the things that. Is value to me, and that's extracurricular activities, and that's making sure that he's well groomed, and that's what's important to me. So I think that that's what we—that's when it gets sticky when we don't help each yeah. other as parents, because y'all was yeah. once in a relationship, or I mean, some
1: sometimes or, it, first, time. first time, first time, yeah, <laughs> first time. <First> time. Hey, <laughs> but but so here, mix. Did you? Because you, you got three kids, you got two biological and the one bonus kid. So, were you a part of the conversation with the other father, or is he not in the picture? Or, like, what, what was that like?
0: So, um, coming into this marriage, they had their own agreements. Um, okay. And, and my wife has a background with, like you said, child protective services. Child protective services come in when um, things get a lot worse. So, she knew that agreements were uh, yes. key. So yeah. I wasn't a part of that, but I did help once I was in this situation to make sure that those agreements was like, gotcha. hey, you know, and, and that's helping my wife, like, hey, they don't don't get emotional like that. He is the father. This is what <laughs> needs to happen, you know, and just helping with that. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Well, I, I just I asked that because man, I'm I'm on a lot of dad groups and on Facebook, um, you know, particularly in our community. And there's a lot of dudes in there that like they'll they'll bring up conversations where like, yo, should I be mad that, you know, my my baby mama has this dude coming in and da 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 da. And so I'm like, I, I'm just I'm just trying to grasp, like, is that a conversation that everybody should be a part of or is that just a conversation that just the two you know biological parents should be a part of? Or, or what does that look like? Because I, I, I don't know. I'm just like, like, who who gets a say? Or who gets an input? Because as, as a man, quote unquote, we talking about you ain't gonna come in here and tell me what to do with my kid. Like, but at the end of the day, if they talking what's right for the kid, like what does it matter?
0: Right. And and I have I've had um, conversations with my, my daughter's father to reassure him that I'm here to add and I'm yeah. here to be a bonus and I'm here to put that father structure on immediate basis and that's just character integrity with me Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of dads don't get that and it's fear Mm -hmm. man and it's a fear is really an emotion that you feel like you're losing out on something Mm -hmm. i think if we change the narrative of our thinking that this man could come in and really aid me when i'm not there now you do have some situations where the mother could possibly or potentially choose a mate that's not conducive to where you want to raise your child and yeah. then that's just further uh conversations that you need to have dialogue just like in the marriage communication is key In your co-parenting situation co- uh communication is going to be the only thing you have not key yeah. but the only thing you have yeah. yeah
2: no that's good brother that's good i love that kevin one of the other things that i like too bro uh like to add to that too is what is the plan for that like what is the plan for dating she- one of the things that I try to stress Ooh. with my with my teen parents is like, I, I, man, you're young. You're going to want to go and date other people. You want to go and, you know, explore, especially if the relationship with the, with the father of your kid didn't work out or the mother of your kid didn't work out. But what's the plan for that? And I think where I am more conscious and start thinking about is this the best interest for the kid is if you're, which it's okay. You can date how many people you want to date. But what does that look like to your kid every night somebody else is coming in till 11, 12 o'clock at night? I mean, I'm just, you know, but, you know, well, what does that look like?
0: I think that's a responsible thing where you, your your children are sponges. So when mm-hmm. you're constantly bringing all of these other energies, all of these other people into the mix and they're, they're not life partners, I no. think that there's a um, irresponsibility there. And I'm not judging anyone who have multiple relationships but you have a child that's growing up and they seeing so many different types of mannerisms so many different types of energies that you have to be watchful of that i mean yeah. it's okay for you to have relationships but I, I think that you should monitor those because your kids can pick up those attributes or those traits Surprise. that you may not really want down the line
2: yeah yeah Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's the biggest downfall. I mean, I think, you know, it's introducing the person into the kids like too soon um, and not having Mm -hmm. a plan of, okay, so if I do find someone that I know is going to be a life partner, what are the steps? Like what are the things that we need to communicate in order for it to be a, like, how did that work out for you, Kevin? Like, so when you, when you decided, okay, we're going to get married and I know this is going to be a bonus child type of situation and i know what i have in my mind that i see this see our family playing out how did you communicate that to your wife how did you communicate that to the other players that has to deal with your family and your kids
0: um so it's different for different people but what i what i did was it was it, things was in dribble so we did things that were um family oriented so that they can merge into her life uh, yeah. with 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 the with her daughter so we did a lot of family and group activities to where they got comfortable with her and i didn't bring no one around until i knew that this is the one and then i i allowed them to have a voice and saying how do you feel how does she make you feel do you are you okay are you comfortable with her and if they had anything to say well i don't like the way she treat me i don't like the way that. then we would have had a different conversation now as Mm. far as me communicating or articulating my new relationship or where I was going forward with my children's mother, I think that was kind of like privileged information. I think it's more of a I character like, that, that's not, that's not, that's not, but she does have the right to know who's going to be around the yeah. children, and you know, so I don't, I wouldn't withhold that, um, at all that's, because. That's but what we can't gloss over is that in our day and time now, um, pedophilia is high.
2: So yeah.
0: I think that the opposite, especially for men, when you are parenting outside the home, I think you should know and should have a grasp on is that man or ha- do we have history of pedophilia or stuff like that? Because then you could take that to a court and say, hey, my child is in a home with a registered offender and i don't want to go down that rabbit hole i'm just I'm saying a whole yeah. different Ooh,
2: bro yeah. my, my heart just sank when you said that i was just like man, because yeah. you don't think about those additional right. things that come with bringing somebody from the outside yeah. into a family like that man that's man bro it's, it's <laughs> like never mind <laughs> oh there you go we don't know. Uh, no
1: I, I was just gonna look man we we still in in COVID 2027 20, whatever we in and it's like you you can't just bring anybody around because you don't know where they've been you feel me yeah bro same thing with parents like you just can't bring everybody around like everybody don't get a pass um yeah. and let you know they ain't got to show you your COVID test or nothing like that or <laughs> like hey here's my rap sheet but you know what i'm saying you want to make sure that you know what i'm saying right. they, they on the up and
2: up something right. like that. Me, go ahead. I got, I got something. What would you have done if they didn't like her? Like, what, Ooh. what, because Ooh. I know I've seen a couple of, um,
0: co-parenting
2: sessions where they were like, it's unfair for you to not, to, to leave the person that you feel like you're in love with because your kid doesn't like them. So what, what kind of suggestions do you have around it?
0: That's good. So, so 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 things are um subjectives in the kids' eyes, and this doesn't diminish what they feel. But then you have to assess like, is what they feel a tangible thing, or is a I'm misunderstanding? And maybe I need to have a conversation with my, my um my new partner or my new life partner, like maybe, maybe she feels a little standoffish and they feeling disconnected because maybe she don't feel she don't know where she fit in. So now we have to come together, have a conversation. Um, but you have to really assess what is the child feeling? Why don't you like, Mm. because at the time my son was, what, six or seven. So he doesn't have the cognitive, the the cognitive ability to say, well, because she is not where he don't have that. So I have to assess it. She doesn't give me ice cream. Well, that's (laughs) not a, that's not a deal breaker, son. I'm sorry. (laughs) Or, (laughs) or. (laughs) <laughs> but if he if she if he feels like when I'm not around that he's being abused then yeah that's a deal breaker yeah you, you know what I mean
1: yeah I like that man that's that's a real good Kevin that was a that was a really good question because I I man that's that's something I didn't even think about just like what about because again you don't want the kid to make your whole world but we're doing what's best in the best interest for them and if they don't feel safe oh that's another conversation yeah yeah uh, yeah uh, Big Meeks, where can we get the book at, man? I know it ain't ready yet. You said the back office is working on it. Where we are where we going to go to find that out?
0: Man, just, just stay tuned to my uh, my Instagram. So you got a um, webpage? My, my webpage, kevinsmeeks.com. You know, you can get it there, but we're still working on everything to get. So I want things to be seamless, Um, mm. but everything is done. I'm just working on the back end because I'm a high eye. Systems is not my strong suit. Yep. So... That's what I'm working on right now. What, what You know, where me and you, Josh, come from is, you know, we taught not to speak on what you haven't able to do, so I'm a little uncomfortable even saying that. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: but we, man, we got to put it out in the universe. I believe in the Lord, Heavenly Father. We got to put it out in the universe and be like, hey, we're going we gonna to make this happen. So now it's on the podcast, so now people are going to be like, hey, when
2: the
0: word book coming. <laughs> but but the world what, world I can, what I can tell you, is going to walk you step by step some of the things you guys haven't even thought about in your parenting plan it's is there, it, is there gonna be a cost for it it, it will be a cost for it
1: What's
0: cost? it gonna and be an investment it, it, it will be an investment uh it will be an investment and if you want how, the one on one how much could this
1: possibly save someone in court
0: fees well
1: by can having a plan you.
0: already put together well this is what i will say to retain an attorney could be upwards of ten thousand dollars you go in with your own plan, you can probably pay less than a hundred dollars just for the fees to get in court. Like, cause you are already ready to go. Cause yeah. other than that, you're gonna pay attorney fees. And, and our parenting plan is so foolproof where well, you don't even need an attorney. All you need is both people on board signing these documents and it's agreeable. If you don't mm. agree, hey, we it's nothing nothing to be signed. Yeah,
2: mm. wait, listen, man. <laughs> that- that sounds like something you should
1: pay 150 dollars for.
2: But. Bro, hey, it's it's gonna be it's, it's it's gonna be a nice one. But watch this. I got a, I got a I got a a question that I think a lot of men Good. really, really, really want some help with. Okay, and so how do I deal with the irate baby mama? How do I deal? I'm trying to get with my child. I'm trying to be supportive. I'm trying, and she's calling the cops on me every time I call, I go see my baby. Uh, there's an issue. I can't go. Like, what are some good tips for these good men and good, good mothers? Because there's sometimes some good mothers who are co-parenting and but they're dealing with some issues with the father. Like, what are some good tips to deal with these ever-moving co-parenting situations
0: uh, well, I have to bring it back to my parenting plan. Once you have a plan in place, the, 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 the conversations, the outside conversations are lessen or they down to naught. Because we don't talk about haphazardly things, just leisurely things. We're talking about strictly about the child. The, the problem is, is that you don't have a plan in place and that you in fear and then you get emotional about the, the things that are being done or things that are happening. You have to have a plan. Most of the time, me and are having arguments about, I can't see my son or my daughter, or I'm not getting this time, or child support is high. Child support is child support. I am an advocate for child support. And the reason why I say that is because it's documented. I think that if we take, take the mindset of, oh, I had to pay child support. Your child has welfare. Your child has has light gas water that needs to be paid. I grew up in a single family home. My mother worked uh, two jobs. Child support is needed, bruh. When it comes to dealing with an irate baby daddy or baby mama, in the beginning, we talked about emotions. You have to remove the emotions. That's when you need to go get some alternative um, help. And let me tell you guys this. Nine out of 10 times, a person that has a baby mama or baby daddy, they it was one person that didn't want to leave the relationship. Mm -hmm. So there are lingering feelings for the reason why you're getting so much static, so much grief, so much headache, because they still have unresolved issues with you, unresolved feelings with you. So, and if you constantly, men, I tell my guys all the time, stop entertaining physical intimacy with your child (laughs) mother, then you won't get those type of, uh, Issue. Stop entertaining it. Stop getting to these situations where you're you're having these intimate situations because because it's familiar. That's what it is. Yeah,
1: that's all yeah. it is. And next yeah. week, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. No, but I, I I think that that's that's another bar, bro. Like, stop. Never mind. I'm not gonna go because that's that's a whole nother rabbit hole. When we start talking about um you know, what relationships and who left who and things like that. It's it's kind of the same thing with divorce. Like. And people are gonna get mad at me for this, but I don't care. Divorce is a selfish act like it. You don't want to be there like there. There may have been something that happened like somebody was selfish in the relationship. And so it's kind of the same thing with with, with the baby mama thing like that. Like somebody is being selfish. I mean, may, maybe the relationship just don't work. That's one thing. But when when you're not being cordial, when you're not working together, somebody's being selfish in there and they really in their feelings and like you said me it's like going back to the beginning like remove the emotions and like get mm-hmm. your plan and figure it out, man. And that's K.B., you got anything else, man? Cuz I'm I'm good, bro.
2: Nah, man. I I think that the the unresolved issues like I think yeah. even going into the parenting plan, you have to Man, we gotta find a way to move on and and get the therapy and the support that we actually need. Because some man, I'm I've dealt with a few people who are going through a divorce, and the, the dude is just a butthole. Like he's the kid goes over there and she's talk, he's talking bad about the mama. He's mm-hmm. he's disrespecting the mama. He's disrespecting the, the the young man. And then a young man goes back and all he has is just all this information to share with the mom of what he experienced at the dad's house. And it's like that's uncalled call for because that's not how you show love to your kids. And I think, you know, for me, it's always about, you know, I love children and I love the development of children. And I think we really have to just think about what's the, strictly think about what's the kid, even in the conversation with the co-parents. And and I think we've talked more about co-parenting um, as single individuals, but even talking about co-parenting as a married couple in the couples, sometimes yeah. we allow our own emotions to boil up in our marriage and spill over into our parenting. Um, One thing that helped me was my mentor was like, Hey bro, you and Delina was here before Kendall. So you can't put Kendall on the pedestal. Like if anything, your wife gets first respect your, your, you know, before the kid does. And so I think sometimes that's vice versa, even for a single parent, because you're seeing the, the, the relationship between the two. And sometimes you have to remember the adult was there before the kid. But All we right. have to we have to work those things out so that the kid can have the best you know thing mm-hmm. for them or whatever in their best interest. So man, this is good, man. Kevin, can bro, I, can
0: I say can I say two things? I, I wasn't gonna yeah, let you. Bro. We wasn't
1: leaving without letting you talk. I, I, um, I, we I, we I wasn't
0: leaving without letting you talk. You good? Go ahead, bro. You got the floor. I want. I want to say. I want to say this. Like, and this this shuts this shut me down when mm-hmm. it comes to. Um, me having, um, voice in my opinion about my son's mother's, yeah. or something like that. You chose these women for your children to be. This their mother. They don't get another mother. You, you. If you're a woman out there, that's the father that you chose for your child. They can't go. Yeah. They can't revert and go get another dad. So mm-hmm. when you're in your emotions, understand that you chose that man. You chose that woman for your children to be parented by. Yeah. So you expressing your discontent is a shot against you. And they modeling this behavior, as I've seen in your other podcast, they modeling this behavior, of how you deal with issues that you. Yeah. You brought them into. And my next one is, I really want to pregnant pause on this one because my brothers are dealing with this. um, if you are a father and you have not been there or you feel pushed out as a father due to child support, due to the lack of support, due to having a um, narcissist baby mama or having issues in that way, I'm going to say this. And this is all I have to say to you. As long as you have breath in your body, bro, you can yeah. always a relationship with your child. I'm not talking about with your baby mama. With your child, you can always, because us brothers, i wait until, I'm gonna wait till I get, they get 18. I'm gonna wait till I get adult and build a relationship. If that's what you choose to do, I don't condone that. But as long as you have breath in your body, you can repair this relationship with your child. That That's my biggest thing for my brothers. Because we leave in the homes and we leave in our responsibilities because we can't take the weight of the, re- the relationship or not have being in a relationship and having to have a medium to deal with our children. And we don't like that. Men don't like barriers, parenting plans, going through courts, having to talk to you or having to get an OK from you to see my child or having to pay child support forcefully. We don't like that. So we shy away and we run away. And we we damage the relationship with our children. But I'm going to tell you, as long as you have breath, bro, if you breathe in, that relationship, children are resilient. They are resilient and they want you and they need you in their life.
1: Yeah, that's good. KB,
0: before we before
1: we get out of here, because I'm going to go back to Meeks. Uh, KB, you drinking a juice box? (laughs) (laughs) This man got juicy juice, apple juice.
2: So this is what happened, right? So <laughs> we endured, we endured the winter storm, right? Yes. My lights didn't go out, water was good. Oh. Then the last day, they cut the water off because Fort Worth pipelines busted, right? So my wife was like, so they were, gave us the boil water notice. So she, you know, she boiling water, and after the first two boils, she was like, I ain't doing this. I'm going to go get some water. So, you know, she goes and gets water and, you know, we drink through our water, but, you know, we we ran out. So I was like, all right, baby, you know, this last day of this this storm, I go to Walmart to get my baby some juice. And all I had was the juice box. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, bro, the water was gone. The juices was gone. Gatorade was gone. Kool-Aid was gone. All they had was the little bitty juice boxes, bro. But
1: so, so that's kind of where they came from, bro. <laughs> uh, Meeks, man, we got final words, man. I want you to talk, because we talked, uh, Kev talked about it a lot. Like, we talked a lot to the teen fathers and people that are out of a relationship um, and co-parenting. What, what are some words that you would give to a married couple that is co-parenting? Whether they have their child together, like it's their biological child or a blended family with the bonus, maybe like, what is some advice you would give to that married couple that's co-parenting?
0: The advice I would give to them that it doesn't get any easier because it's hard enough to be a parent to your own child and the co-parent, with your husband and wife, it doesn't get any easier as a blended family. But mm-hmm. what I will say, the percentage that they came up with is that marriages last longer in blended families than a, a, a couple who came together. They last they 30% more chance to stay married in a blended family than it is. And that's a statistic you can look up on the internet. Uncle Google will tell you that. So what I will tell you, it doesn't get any easier but you guys have to just like it. They have to remove the emotions. It's going to get extremely hard. But there's some there's some great um, times that you guys will have because you actually get a chance to be in a part of another child's life too. Mm-hmm. That's not yours, so it doesn't get easy because there are times as a co-parent dealing with a child that isn't yours that you're going to see that your labor isn't going to be noticed. You're you're not gonna get the notoriety. You're not gonna get gonna get the affirmity as the 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 biological parent is gonna yeah. um, gonna see. Well, and as long way. as you guys set those boundaries with the op, the outside parent, you guys will be fine. You guys will be fine. But it doesn't get easy.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like, be, man true. for the teen dads out there,
0: or if you want hey, to talk.
2: This is just. This is just for. I think just for all parents but specifically for married parents because that's something that i've had had experience with is focus on your strengths and co-parenting focus on your strengths and co-parenting i'm all about development love you know kendall let me show you this kendall let me do this my yeah. wife is the educational she's the one that's like hey did you get your school work done how can i help you support you with this and then you guys have to sit back and say hey, I'm really good and I'm really passionate about this in parenting. And, but, you know, and you're really good and you're really passionate about this in parenting. And I'm just not going to parent the way that you parent, but we can support each other in this parenting thing. Like when it comes to discipline, I'm always like, you know, we need to talk, you know, like this is what's going on. And then my wife is more of a, we're talking one-on-one about the issue, but I'm the one that's going in and playing that out. So I think, out of anything like know what your strength is in parenting and don't be upset if the other person doesn't parent the way that you want them to parent. They're Mm -hmm. not going to parent the way you want them to parent. They will take tips and, you know, plans to help them parent better, but they're not going to parent the way that you parent. So it's it's always going to be a co-parenting experience, whether we're together or apart. I love it,
1: man. Yo, y'all, everybody out there on a internet land, like the podcast subscribe to the podcast leave comments uh especially on apple podcast yeah we trying to run up some numbers over here y'all so uh go ahead uh five stars comments at least 160 characters i don't know if that's a thing but i'm just telling you i want 160 characters uh tlcbrand.com you see me and kev with the swag on fatherhood over everything y'all tlcbrand.com until next week
2: y'all take care we'll see you then